The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have won over your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, so that every fact may be established on the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, then treat him as you would a Gentile or a tax collector. Amen, I say to you. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, amen, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted to them by my heavenly Father. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. The Gospel of the Lord. There was a scribe who went up to Jesus, recall, and he said or asked the question, What is the greatest of all the laws? And we often get that, you know, who's the best? Who's the best baseball player? Who's the best pitcher? Or who's got the best curveball? Who's got the best putter or whatever? You know, we always, what's the best? And so therefore, what, what do we got to do the, you know, the best in order just to, to get into heaven? And, and there were not just one, two, three laws. There were 615 laws it, with no order. There wasn't a hierarchy, A, B, C, Nothing. Just 615. So maybe, and then, so he asked Jesus, and Jesus probably just turned around with a smile on his face, a little wink in his eye, and said, this is the first. It's Deuteronomy 6, the great Shema. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind. And then he added from the book of Leviticus, and your neighbor as yourself. And then the scribe was jaw dropped. And he just, he just couldn't, he just said, you're right. You're absolutely right. That, that is it. There is no greater commandment than these. And no, notice it's commandment. He, they united it because we can't love God without loving our neighbor. It's a farce. It's make-believe. It's like we're, we're not in reality. And then Jesus maybe stroked his beard. You're not far from the kingdom of God. Wow. Must have gotten goosebumps when he heard that, you know? You know, so... Love your neighbor. In this gospel, 
we see some progression here. No one's perfect. If anyone says they're perfect, they might be listening to a song too much. Remember that song? I forget the name of the singer, but I know the line because I've sung it in the mirror when I was, you know, a teenager. Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. Remember that? If you had just YouTube that and you get a kick out of the rest of the lines in that song. No one is perfect. No one. Except God and the Blessed Virgin Mary. So, Jesus is really, his methodology here is so important. The way he goes about correcting. I love reruns. Because that's all I had growing up were reruns. And one of the reruns I watched, it was always after school, get home from school around 3.30, and I'd watch, I'd have my lineup. So the Three Stooges, and then the Flintstones. So I remember Flintstones. There's, you know, Fred and Wilma and their little daughter Pebbles. And then uh, Barney and Betty and Bam Bam. And Bam Bam didn't have many lines. He just had two, one word which he repeated constantly. And he had this massive club. And wherever he went, it was, he was going. He, it's like he, he can only walk by smacking this club, reciting robotically, Bam, 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 Bam. You know, and anything that was in his way got clobbered. And that's why my mother, I think she, you know, she, <laughs> she probably saw a little bam bam in me. Why was that? Because, well, going to a store, you know, with little knickknacks in there, she, before walking, crossing the little threshold. She would turn to me very seriously, Scott, don't touch anything. Oh, okay, Mom. You know, habits. Anyway, so this Bam Bam way of being, we can all have a little bit of that. And we can have that when we see others, others not living up to the faith. We can see that, and it's so, it's like right before our eyes, you know, there's so much immorality around. I mean, we would never have thought 10 years ago where we would be where we are today. You know, and it's really tough. I mean, parents today, I salute you. Because, you know, like, the analogy here is like, if you've ever gone bowling, you know, you, 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 you've done it, you know, you, 
throw that ball down and hopefully it doesn't hit the gutter. But let's say you're a gutter ball bowler. You know, it's not your fault. You just don't know how to bowl. But there is something there that can help. And that is the little guardrails. So you just push a button. Magically, these things come up. And you can throw the ball as badly as you want. It's going to go down the, the bowling alley like a ping pong. And eventually, it'll hit, it'll hit something. The guardrails keep the ball on the alley. Society used to have guardrails, laws, which would keep you know, the general behavior on track. But those guardrails are gone. They're not here. So it's tough. So how, how do we live the faith? How do we share the faith when it's like so tough? When people, when society makes up truth as it goes. Well, you know, the Roman Empire, it's when the church started, it wasn't a nice place. But how do they transform it? They transformed it from within. And how? Through love. So much so that the Romans themselves said, Look at those Christians. See how they love one another. How they care for one another. And how they are kind to one another. And going into this text here, Jesus, you know, if your brother has something against you or your sister, go one-on-one. So there's, there's a... There's a stage, a graduality here. And why is that? It's to treat the person with dignity and with kindness. Because they might just simply not know what they're doing wrong. And I would say one of the greatest strangleholds that the devil has on this world in as well in the church is ignorance. Darkness of the mind of not knowing the truth and not knowing how to explain, therefore, the truth. There was a a time where I went to a graduation party and, I mean, the dad was really, you know, almost in tears. You know, his son just blew off the church in college, and I said, well, you know, it's really important that you're, you're able to explain. Just don't, you know, it's not about you got to do it because you've always done it. This is, this is your family. This is how you were raised. I mean, it's kind of like, okay, so tell me why. It's not enough to say just because. As St. Peter tells us in his letters, we have to give a reason for our hope. And therefore, to know the faith 
And allow the faith to penetrate every nook and cranny of our mind and our soul and to be able to, to explain it in love. Not with a bam-bam stick. Truth without love is not truth. And we can, ex- we can experience that. If I'm, you know, all right, someone... Cut me off in traffic. And then inside the car, I'm a volcano. It's true that he cut me off or she cut me off. But my reaction is not full of love and truth. That was anger. And therefore, I'm right and wrong at the same time. So important to therefore to... See how Jesus, and how Jesus reaches, how Jesus touches. When he says here, treat them like tax collectors, who did Jesus have as his disciples? Tax collectors, and prostitutes, and crooks, and killers. He didn't have, uh, you could say, those without blemish. And how was it that they were... they? They followed him because he touched their hearts and helped them to see their dignity and helped them to understand the truth of God. And they changed. With this, I finish John chapter 4. Oh, one of my favorite chapters. The encounter with the Samaritan woman. She was a mess. She was a mess. Moral mess, physical mess, intellectual mess, you name it. Sitting by a well. She came up to get some water in the midday heat because she was an outcast. And he knew, he knew, the, he knew her background. You could just tell. And he didn't wag a finger at her. He didn't turn his face. Oh my gosh, who's this lady coming up here? Oh my gosh. Wasn't that at all. He saw in her dignity. She was a daughter of his heavenly father. And so he started off with a question. Hey, would you like to give me a drink? Just that question. Give me a drink, please. Hence the dialogue. And at the end of it all, from this point to this point, she went to the town and told everyone, come meet a man who told me everything I had ever done. Could he be the Messiah? And Jesus stayed there two whole days. That was a lot. Two whole days evangelizing. And then they concluded, we know for ourselves, we have experienced that he is the Savior of the world. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We come and worship before the Lord who made us, offering the Father all our needs.
that through the ministry of the church, God's salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. We pray to the Lord. Lord, That those who govern and legislate will endeavor to imitate the Lord who is just in all his ways. We pray to the Lord. For those whose employment has been affected by earlier, earlier events this year, that they may find support and suitable work, we pray to the Lord. For an increase of vocations to the priesthood and to consecrated life, we pray to the Lord. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, and our Bishop Luis, that they may be fortified with the strength of the Holy Spirit in their pastoral ministry, we pray to the Lord. For the grace this week to show charity and seek reconciliation with those who have offended us, we pray to the Lord. And we pray for all members of this parish for whom this Mass is offered. We pray to the Lord. Loving Father, in your great mercy, hear our prayers and hold us close. Through Christ our Lord. Let us now join our prayers to those of the Blessed Mother as we sing. For all the deceased, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. And may their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed 